Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews from the heart of San Francisco. This is episode 260 for your ear holes. I'm Ange, a.k.a. Captain Party. Aaron is not in the studio today, but we are on location speaking to a really beautiful and talented director, Atsuko Hiryanagi, a director and writer of the film Oh Lucy. This was a really great interview. I think she has so many amazing things to say, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you listen to it, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Enjoy. Atsuko, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm really excited to speak to you because, so you you were born and raised in Japan, but you actually moved out to the city. You you went to my alma mater, San Francisco State. Yeah. Go Gators. Yeah. I never went to any games, but I think they were called the Gators. (laughs) I've never been to games either. (laughs) (laughs) But um, how, when did you move out to to, uh, San Francisco? San Francisco was uh, 2000, oh my, not even 2000, what I'm talking about. It's uh, 19 something. You know, like I 90s? can't go back to that far back. That more was than it, 20 years ago, I'm sure. Was it for San Francisco for State? For San Francisco oh, okay. State. And how did you pick that school? Or uh, was it the city that drew the, you? No, or? the theater program that I attended was oh. like the best in, apparently, Northern California. Really? I mean, my boyfriend then, and then now my husband, <gasps> went to Berkeley. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> awesome. So I wanted to move with him yeah. in Northern California. And he was already out here, or you moved together? No, together. Wow. So we never okay. broke up since... When we were in high school, you know, I met him in high school. What? I don't know why I'm revealing. This wow, now. you're like, no, that's like a, you're like a unicorn. So and you're been st- high school more than sweetheart. Five years, and then I'm revealing my age. Wow, that's amazing. Right. Wow. Okay, so you moved out here together. Yeah. And, and I went to theater program at uh, SFSU. So initially, you wanted to be an actress. That was your goal. Yeah, I was. Uh, I wanted to challenge myself. I'm uh, actually um, now that I'm analyzing myself, you know, through yeah. my years, and then think, <laughs> why did I want to be an actor? Because it's definitely not in me. I'm not a natural actress or anything, and I'm a very shy person actually. Hmm. So I, wow. but I, I have. I'm always. Wa- I always want to challenge myself. I think like I always try to do things that I, I'm very fearful for because wow. I don't want to be frightened by it. I think. I think spine of my life has been to be courageous. And then that's inspired by actor Jackie Chan. <laughs> Whoa, you just gave me so much information. Yeah, I, don't, I have so, no, I have so many questions from that one statement. Wow. Okay, Jackie Chan, awesome. Uh, but I, I love how you're describing you always want to challenge yourself and, and um, do things that scare you because yeah. that's kind of what happens to Lucy yeah. in this. Char- so, you're right. So did you channel uh, the character of Lucy or Set- Setsu? Setsuko? Yeah. Setsuko. Yeah. Did you channel her from within, or how did you come up with this character? It's definitely, I uh, know. Uh, so this character it's, um, uh, itself came out of this writing exercise, and then I was supposed to write about someone I know. So inspired by, uh, inspired by the actual person in my life. I mean, okay. That's the, basically the inspiration and the fire. But that, after that, uh, it, I'm sure it's more morphed into... Through my experience, you know, like pe- people I've met in 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 America. Yeah. Also, oh yeah. You know. I can people, see that. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> the and American then also side of it. my yeah. experience as an exchange student when I was seventeen in Los Angeles. Okay. Wow. And, yeah. Uh, you know how people perceived me as just a quiet Asian girl, but I had my strong opinions and or things or like I I knew the answer to this question they're asking me, but I just so afraid to speak out because. Of lack of English wow yeah so that feeling of like kind of not having the voice but then like actually you do have a voice mm-hmm. uh, but people just see you as you know label you as this you know 
quiet person. I think that whole experience also is living through this character as well. And uh, yeah, 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 it is quite evident. It's interesting you say that because I, I actually went to Japan a few years ago, and I was in Tokyo, and I just kind of assumed everybody was going to speak English. I, I don't know why. That's a stupid American thing, right? Like, oh, I'll get by. Everyone knows right, English, right. but I would ask people questions, and I'd be lost, and I didn't have a hotel room, and no one yeah. spoke to me. So. And and later that night, I ended up at a bar, and I, I made friends with a local, and they were saying, you know, some of those people probably did know English, but they were too afraid yeah, to speak yeah. because they didn't want to speak poorly, yeah, right. so they just wouldn't. So that's exactly. kind of like exactly. the insight. Yeah, I mean, like uh, we've learned English. Like I learned English since when I was twelve, which is kind of late, anyways. Like some other country, they learn from you know, like first grade, uh, or, first grade yeah. or something. Yeah. But uh, we, I knew, like I, I, I could write or read, mm-hmm. like maybe rudimental English, mm-hmm. but. Uh, um, Speaking is completely thing, different things, and also we are taught by uh, Japanese teachers, you know, who don't have right accent. Right. So when I, the simplest thing that I people ask me, like for example, the first thing I had a conflict was like buy, trying to buy. I mean, the the at the grocery store, this clerk asked me like a paper or plastic, and we don't. First of all, we they don't ask that question in Japan. You know, there is no choice. <laughs> it's choice. not in the workbooks. Yeah. yeah. No. So like uh, I couldn't understand what this person is saying, and then right. like he got you know frustrated and just jammed the thing in a, like a paper or plastic I don't remember and then so things like it's that it's crazy how those moments kind of traumatize you and they stick with you yeah, right like yeah. how old were you when this happened and it still stays with I you I was 17 yeah wow but I'm like now I see people at you know in grocery shop or something and I clearly tell that this person is from foreign countries you yeah know? and I always try to help them that actually they're asking plastic or right. paper. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I love that. Yeah, and I, yeah. I live in a neighborhood with a lot of tourists, and yeah. I love helping them. Right. I'm always like, what are you looking for? What do you need? I mean, it's so evident, yeah. right? And and I feel like, wow, that's great. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think that um, the character of Lucy is a really interesting and complicated one because you root for her, right? You, you want her to do well, but it's not necessarily because she's a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, she kind of does some, pulls some bitchy moves right <laughs> I mean she yeah. does a couple things where you're like right. oh that was kind of bitchy but you're still rooting for her because right. you want her to to kind of be free mm. and and that's something that you, you said something beautiful I read this interview uh, um, and you said something like as humans we just want to be heard yeah and um, we act out. and so much to the point where when we're born we're born screaming yeah like from even from birth we just want to be heard and we yeah. want to feel yeah. And and that's kind of Lucy's journey, right? And then if we if we don't get heard, you know, by someone, eventually that whole thing would come out from somehow erupt. Yeah, erupt. And then the the longer you wait, the the harder. I mean, the you know, bigger the explosion is. And we have to simply like uh, release those. You know, I think uh, feelings in small doses, not to the point of the eruption, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I think and I think that's why you you say you like the quiet characters. You yeah. li- you like having you you like diving into that because yeah. those are the ones that are mysterious. Yeah. Right? I I mean those are the ones like what are you thinking? Right, right. <laughs> What's right. going on in there? Let's right. dig deeper and that's what right. makes them interesting and so right. layered. Right, right. That's true. And then like I I even wrote this in uh, my admissions um, essay to film school. Uh, about this uh, quiet Asian girl, I mean not quiet Asian girl. Sorry, um, my classmate when I was four, uh, six years old, mm-hmm. she never spoke a word in class, and then um, uh, so I was always like thinking, what 
and she didn't have any kind of disability or anything like that. And she's completely capable of speaking. Mm-hmm. She just decided not to speak. And then one day, like, teacher got really, really frustrated, you know. So, like, kind of she was mean, but uh, provoked her saying, like, you know, I heard that you are very, like, you know, like, like a little monster at home. And uh, so loud. Yeah. And uh, I think that that was her release of all this pressure that she's feeling at, at, at school. And uh, when I heard that, oh my God, yeah, <laughs> she has this complete imagine. opposite, opposite like side of her. Yeah, and she like shows that in in, in her at home. And uh, that whole thing actually came to me when I realized like, oh my God, I'm just a, I'm just like her. Like when I was 17 and then couldn't speak. Yeah, but the whole this thing in, boiling inside me. Yeah. So uh, I think in a way like, um, so that I, I I wrote some. I want to write about someone like you know, someone like her mm-hmm. was the like, gist of that. Uh, Give them a voice. Yeah. 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 And this person who you based Lucy on, does this person know that Lucy is based on her yeah, or I, him, whoever I, it is? I think so. Yeah. yeah? You think so? <laughs> yeah. So you have another no, no, conversation? Actually, for sure I know. <laughs> she, yeah. I, I, actually, that, actually, it's she, but she, she is waiting for the, the release of the movie. Oh, I thought you were going to say she's waiting for her cut. She's like, where's my 5%? Oh, that too, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But, uh, right. Yeah. Uh, but so, uh, she, she, yeah, she's waiting for that release in Japan, actually. Wow, that's going to be really exciting. We're kind of nervous, right, to watch this film that was kind of made in, with you in mind. <laughs> right. But at the but same I'd time. I'd be proud because Lucy goes through a lot of growth. Right. Definitely. Yeah, she does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and uh, on that note, so you came to California and you did take English lessons. Was that what the character of Josh Hartnett was inspired by? No, actually, he was inspired by my acting coaches. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's like uh, basically acting coaches <laughs> make you do all these humiliating things. <laughs> and that's why I was talking to you earlier about the S&M, about the, the, how they are very um, uh, sadistic. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, somehow, some sometimes I feel they are enjoying that, you know, that kind of power trip, you know. Oh way. yeah, just kind of messing with people right, and right. messing with emotions. That's yeah, what in acting the name is. of like, oh, you're gonna the be art, better acting. The yeah, name of art. Art, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, like, uh, at the same time, we feel a little like kind of like somehow I I believe like um, actors are kind of uh, masochists, you know. Oh yeah, and uh, absolutely, yeah, often time, and then I I I I think. Uh, that the whole dynamics, I felt, yeah, I, I felt like maybe it's the SNM thing. You know, that's what I wanted <laughs> to articulate. Yeah, but it's yeah. not the act of that whole thing. But um, so that I was inspired by this teacher, and then this teacher usually they often like acting teachers so are so charismatic on stage, and then mm-hmm. like we are looking up to them, and they're gonna change our in a way like life or the way we behave or be a better actor and we give so much power into to acting right. coaches or whatever. Yeah, they're on a pedestal. Yeah, they're, yeah. yeah. but then at the same time their actual private lives are horrible. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they're in, like uh, so messy. So that's right. actually like also, yeah, Josh and I talked about it and he all, all, of course knows many people like that and and then like, yeah, so I think that's, that's, that's the inspiration of the, actually, the character, actually. Well, how did, he, how did he get on board with the project? I feel like I haven't seen him in so long. I've, I love Josh Hartman. He's been in like, many what? movies, though, but maybe it's not, um, like, uh, you haven't seen it because maybe, maybe a little more independent and yeah. it hasn't been, yeah, okay. I mean, this is independent, too, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a very small budget. Um, and uh, I think, uh, and what, what was your How question? did he come on board with the project? Uh, so the, did you have him in mind, or? I mean, like, uh, I didn't. I, 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 he was like uh, I, 
uh, yes and no. Like uh, you, I, I did say, oh wow, it would be nice to be able to cast someone like that. I, yeah, I, right. Like I was, I was looking through IMDb or all these lists of people. Also, like agency give you a list of people and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I never thought that I can like. It's like shooting for the star. You right. Know? Yeah. So I never short uh, thought like maybe I have a chance. But then like uh, I read an article or and they also saw his interview about how he left Hollywood at the, at the peak of his career. Mm-hmm kind of trying to find his own path and then he was also struggling with how people perceive him as this big like you know Hollywood star versus what he really wanted to do the kind of projects he wanted he believed in instead of just the blockbusters that gave the paychecks yeah and then I think he was struggling with that and he was telling me how by in a way he wasn't it's not like he wanted to be an actor he was kind of picked up and suddenly this this became so famous and right I think he was also struggling with that too yeah so he yeah. needed to have the time off and then like uh, he, he said no to Superman Batman and all these things right and then wow. went back to his home con- uh, town in Minnesota wow and then um, the whole journey I felt like I think something in him of that rebellion and also um, being so honest to mm-hmm. himself uh, something about that like I think he would be perfect for this project and then like he happens to be at uh, at their same agency, so maybe okay, yeah. I, I have a chance. I have nothing to lose. Exactly. And I yeah. do. I do actually always try to shoot for the star. Right. Even for the short, I, I didn't think I'm gonna be able to cast, but the asking is free. So, mm-hmm. um, so I asked my agent to uh, send the script and the short. And 48 hours later, he he called me uh, wow. from London when we are location scouting in Hollywood uh-huh. in a really dingy. Like hot motels, you know, like marijuana. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember right. where you went. Yeah, yeah. Where, the hotel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the apartment or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he uh, he said he basically after 15 minutes into it, yeah, he said, yeah, I'm, I want to do it. That's and, gotta be a huge compliment to you. Uh, sorry to interrupt because now that he can, he he's he's uh, been so successful that now he can afford to just pick projects that he really believes in. Right. Like that's gotta be a huge compliment to you and your writing right. and and your your sculpting of these characters yeah uh, yeah but <laughs> <laughs> yeah they definitely like it's also yeah exactly it's like stamp of approval you know right? mm-hmm. to be able to cast someone like him and you know even having this Will Ferrell and Adam McKay as executive yeah how producers. did they get on board Will Ferrell like that's yeah, amazing but they, also at uh, the actually the one of the producers for Lucy is the head of Gloria Sanchez, which is the women wing of Gary Sanchez, mm-hmm. founded by Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Okay. So they, they are actually rooting for this project. And um, initially, Adam and uh, uh, Jessica are very interested in, in this. And then, you know, uh, Adam decided to be more like executive producing because he has other, so- like 60 other projects that he's dealing with. Maybe. That's all? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Or maybe Underachiever. Yeah. I get it. So I think uh, timing didn't work out and he decided to be more of an executive producer. Mm-hmm. But he did help us a lot with the post and give us like a lot of advice and stuff like that. Wow, that's so great how it just all fell into place for you. Yeah. So, like, it's... it's Because, uh, sorry, I don't know if we said this, but it started out as a short. Right. And it was a project when you were a... a, Thesis. A a thesis for when you were at NYU. Yeah, NYU Teach Asia in Singapore. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, yeah, and they did so well. And then I think, uh, in a way, like, uh, tipping point was the Sundance win. I guess for America... I mean, one at Cannes too, but I think they care more about Sundance in, in the States, I think. Yeah. 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 That's so valid. that's how I met my agent. Mm-hmm. And six months later, when I locked the script and sent it to her, she 
loved it, and they sent it to Jessica, the album, and then things kind of like snowballed from there. And then got the script got the Sundance NHK Awards mm-hmm. following year. So that's how NHK got involved. NHK is a Japanese broadcasting uh, company, uh, like a, almost like a BBC of Japan. Okay. And they are a producing partner for this. And they, because of their wow, involvement. Wow, you just got everyone yeah, like on board. A, you, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, so, yeah. wow. But it's not like a, as, it, when you look back, when you look back, you feel like, oh my God, like this is unbelievable. It's like you're, I mean, I am lucky, but then when we are actually in it, day by day oh I think it's gonna fall apart no one's gonna finance me so it's like uh, when you look back you can think about all these increments of great luck but uh, at the same time when you're back then like you don't know about this that's what's gonna happen tomorrow right and projects fall through all the time time. so it was like you don't know who's being honest with you and they're like yeah we'll look at it sure yeah exactly yeah exactly so at one point I was like I think it's over but I'm just gonna keep pushing until it really stops right I'm just gonna keep doing I'm not gonna give up until and it wasn't meant I'm always like uh when I'm make making um films I feel like I usually like try my best until the last minute like push so hard until to the point of kind of surrendering and letting it go and then let us see let's see what the universe will tell you kind of thing Mm -hmm. so uh that's kind of the thing and when I it's when I'm about to give up, usually something happened, you know, like, oh, now you got the Sundance in NHK award. And then suddenly start, ball, ball start rolling again. And then, okay, now NHK wants to get involved. Wow. And then start bowling, rolling again. Because of NHK's involvement, I was able to approach uh, Shinobu. She's like A-list actress, like like phenomenal actress. Oh, in my gosh. She's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love her. Her innocence and vulnerability, but also her vindictiveness yeah, at times. She she has range. Yeah, oh exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love her. She is hol- and she's hilarious. Right. And the blonde wig. I mean, just <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. And that's what I. Another thing I love about the film is the balance between dark. I mean, it opens. I'm saying I had a lot of fun watching this film. It opens on a suicide. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. But like. <laughs> But it's, you know, but the range of darkness and yeah. isolation, but the lighthearted laughter weaved throughout. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it must be kind of hard to find that balance. You know, like, uh, I, maybe because I wasn't thinking about the balance. Like, I wasn't sure. Like, I, now people ask me, like, uh, it's that question. But when <laughs> I was doing it, I didn't even question that there was, like, tonal challenge or hmm. somehow because I was just following something. Maybe that's just, why it works, because it was organic for you. Yeah, because life is like that, you know? Absolutely. So that's why I'm just following anything that smelled fake, I, I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So some, as long as I felt authentic, also authentic in performance mm-hmm. and then there's some usually when something I feel starts smelling something or cheese or something like that yeah it's yeah. usually location or dialogue or something is going on so I try to fix it on on set and uh, and then uh, so I was just following that because usually when things are can be totally off maybe that the actor can give me signals yeah, that the, they're struggling with something and it doesn't look right. And it if it's looks not fake. flowing, there's a reason. Right. right. Yeah. So that's maybe that's why, in a way, it's a basic all the good chemistry between collaboration of actor, uh, great actors, and then this my thinking, looking, and feeling them. This right. whole synchronicity kind of let that led, led, led us to uh, this uh, the right amount of 
tonal, you guys call it like some kind of tonal what? Tonal, tonal balance. Tonal balance, yes. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't actually uh, trying to think about that at all. Yeah. No, it, it definitely sh- it, it definitely it feels authentic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, and um, in, in terms of um, how she perceives the American culture, right. I thought it was so funny. I mean, we love hugging, high-fiving. <laughs> we're all very loud. Right. You know, all of these, like, <laughs> I love her perception of... Yeah of the American culture. Was that what you found when you moved, when you yeah, moved down here? Yeah, I, I didn't like, want to hug all... everyone, you know, <laughs> yeah. like... Uh, I, do, I, I love to... hugging, which is really funny because it's a big part of the movie. I'm like, holy shit, that, yeah. is that an American thing? I thought it's, it was just Yeah, it me. is like, it's like, a, I mean, at least, <laughs> I mean, I think maybe Japan is weird or unique in that way. We, yeah. we never hug and yeah. touch people. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe yeah. Sh- shaking hand is all it is. If shaking hand is even like, bit tat western thing you know yeah because we basically bow mm-hmm. you know no physical involvement like uh, maybe that's touch. why you live longer the germs that yeah, are, come out when you're hugging and you're shaking <laughs> and we wear masks, you wear masks. <laughs> yeah i mean so uh, yeah so it was initially for me it was like uh now i don't feel that way yeah but sometimes i somehow like uh, <laughs> i do think feel that's like so funny yeah yeah it's on. almost like performance like to be a Amer- so-called american yeah. you have to hug yeah you know <laughs> But, so initially, I and we're it was loud, pro- right? We're also loud. I didn't know that until <laughs> like I lived here so long that the may- yeah, uh, like Americans are perceived as loud people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think that initially. Like, they are just like uh, happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's well, that's the um, interesting thing that you you touch on in the movie too is when you're learning English as a as a Japanese person. When you're learning English, it's not just learning the language. It's it's the way you carry yourself, the way you act. You're you're literally right. taking on a whole new persona. Yeah, exactly. Because the Japanese culture is so different. Right. So it, it, it was like so. It's another thing is that very some there was a foreign exchange another foreign exchange student I've met, and then like she couldn't stop speaking in English because the switch would be so awful, uh, like a and weird yeah. to suddenly everything have to change <laughs> so she could she whenever i met her and her english wasn't perfect either mm-hmm. and i i'm sure we could have communicated better in in, in japanese mm-hmm. but she would always speak to me in english because she can't deal with this whole suddenly she's doing this and then when she's speaking to me she becomes like you know, right. All like of a, a sudden, she's just yeah, like that stoic, uh, <laughs> mo- like you know, expressionless. Yeah, was something I said? Yeah, I get yeah. all like, what, so, what just happened? I had a problem with that too in, initially. Mm. Now probably I speak Japanese like the way I speak English, like vice versa, like something in the middle. You've molded the two. Yeah, yeah. I feel so. So that's why yeah. there was no difference. But uh, yeah. now they, I think, basically, that's why I'm anomaly in both cultures now. Yeah. I don't so belong. now you don't fit in anywhere. Yeah. Now you I'm just... a global person, global <laughs> citizen, you know. Soon we all will be, hopefully, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and I love that that's, that's another message of the film is like traveling, op- opening your mind to new things, freeing yourself. Right. Freeing yourself from your bubble. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of a big, an, another one of the big themes. Yeah. Yeah. I think once when you tried, I think once someone tried to take something, like do come out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. definitely there's a shift in the energy or whatever you send to the universe, you mm-hmm. know? And then you start meeting people or things start happening in your life mm-hmm. because you're tapping into something else. And uh, that's actually that kind of like synchronicity. Like it's, it's basically also the thing, partially like, oh, theme of o- o Lucy like when you take that risk in your life 
like you start seeing it, like meeting people you're supposed to meet, mm-hmm. and uh, had like uh, encountering the incidents and these co- so-called coincidences that mm-hmm. that you're supposed to actually experience. Yeah, your your possibilities open. Right. All of a sudden, there are all these other ways. There's right. not just one way to live. Right. Right. Well, thank you so much, Atsuko, for being here. This is it was really great thank talking you. to you and and you too. <laughs> for myself and I'm sure a lot of our listeners. It's just such an inspiration to see to see you make this really great film and and find the funding as a, as a female director. We need more of you, and I can't wait to see your next project and follow follow where your path takes you thank you so much it was really fun yeah thank I you i hope people come see it please come see it yes go see oh lucy out in theaters march 16th uh select theaters near you so that was my interview with atsuko hirianagi yeah this was her first interview of the day so we were kind of just getting our yeah. warming up and I think it I think it went really well. I had a lot I of I think fun. it went well too and I think it's uh she's you can tell she's she was a little nervous. Well, she said she's she's an introvert. You yeah. Know, she's like but she likes to challenge herself. But <laughs> I, I think she did great and I think it's very, you know, just kind of like a nice calm yeah. cool interview, you know but what I so, mean? So, but just really thoughtful and smart and it, and it comes across in the film as well. Like I mean, uh, talking about her outlook as an coming here as an immigrant. I think was really, really an interesting perspective and uh, talking about the masks that we wear, right. you know, and I'm in one scene, I'm wearing this mask, but when I'm in this other scenario uh, and we, we pretend to be these other people until eventually the real truth comes out and whether it's in eruption or whether it comes out slowly, it's going to come out whether you like it or not. So right. That's a, an interesting theme from the movie and also from, from her life, from what it sounds like. For sure. Trying to find your voice and trying to free yourself. Yeah, no, and um, yeah, you you love the movie, right? You, uh, yeah, yeah, I did. It was I'm really good. Looking and forward the, to seeing the it. acting. Oh my god! And I'm so mad. I forgot to mention Megan Mullally makes a little cameo. Oh really? The, god. Oh, oh my well, god! Yeah, one of my. I mean, it's just a very small little cameo, and you might not even notice it if you're watching the film. But I did because I love her, and I forgot to mention mention that to her. And I, I wanted to know if she put her in there because she was a fan, or was it just a random? It made me happy to see her. If you like what you hear or if this is the first time you've heard and you haven't visited our website, our website is bitchtalkpodcast.com. And there you can find all of our past episodes. All of our favorite episodes are kind of highlighted in the front. Yours with Barry Jenkins with the infamous uh, <laughs> couch hop. And um, with, uh, what's the guy with the... Jonathan uh, Gold. Jonathan Gold with a big <laughs> hug. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, oh my God. I almost hugged Atsuko. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I swear to God, we were just talking in her interview about how Americans love hugging, but the Japanese culture, that's awkward. So we go to post for a picture, and I raised my arm to hug her, and I was—I pulled myself back. I was actually proud of myself. And, the, and then she was just like, it's okay, I don't care anymore. Yeah, in this scenario, <laughs> she, she didn't mind, but I was like, oh my God, I was definitely, yeah, uh, now I'm going to think twice. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, and, you know, follow us on all the socials. Um uh, you can see that all on our on the website, and then also if you uh, haven't yet, please rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. And please go see Oh Lucy in theaters March sixteenth. Uh, I really feel like, especially in the wake of hate crimes and DACA and ICE raids, it's it's really important to not only have have empathy for immigrants and in, in, in immigration, but to understand that our stories are are interwoven. 
and we're all just trying to be heard, feel valued, and experience love. And I think uh, a, a lot of these issues come out in Olusi, and it's just a great watch. It's really fun. So go see Olusi. Bitch, please. Oh, I didn't bitch please the other one. Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs>